Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Den of Weeds podcast. I'm your host, Bounty Hunter Palin, and today I'm with my co-host. We have Zerta. Hey, what's up, everybody? We also have Dragon Soul. Hello again. And last but not least, we have SoCal. My time has finally come. It's time to talk about One Piece. Right, just like what she said, today is episode four, and we have two uh, One Piece virgins that are here to discuss the East Blue Saga in One Piece. So if you're not caught up to the East Blue Saga or the beginning of One Piece, please listen with caution, okay? But yeah, we got a great episode, so I'm just going to let them talk about their first impressions of One Piece. Good idea would be to uh, have Zerta here starting us off because he literally just started One Piece. Yeah, I started... Uh watching just two weeks ago now, I believe. And uh, I've only made it to Alabasta so far, but I have to say the show is really fun. I haven't quite uh, seen many other anime quite like it. Um, whereas normally I'm more, you know, driven by the story. This show is really driving me to learn more about its world. It's kind of a draw, at least to me, has been finding out more about this crazy world they live in um, and a bit of like how the characters play off of each of each other and just the interactions between them really keep me coming back to the show. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's really enjoyable how the entire show, it seems that everything in the show has life to it, has its own spirit to it. Like, from the sea itself, obviously the characters, they all have depth to them or meaning. Was the um, beginning really slow for you all, or did you enjoy the early arcs? I enjoyed the earlier parts of it, but it was and still is definitely very, very slow. Um, That's personally not going to be a problem for me because I'm binging it, and that kind of gives you the illusion that things are happening more quickly because you've just seen more of it. Um, but if I had to watch the show on a week to week basis, I think I'd be like tearing my hair out. I don't think I could handle the pace of it. Um, but as someone binging it, oh no, the pace is no problem at all. Yeah, personally, um, the beginning is like one of my favorite. I think it's just because it's nostalgic for me. And it wasn't even that long ago that I first watched One Piece, it was probably 2014, but. It already feels nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that uh, one thing I have enjoyed um, is watching from the beginning, even to where I am at now, just how drastically their budget must have improved because the animation yeah. is way better than when I started. Definitely. Yeah, like at the the beginning of the show, there are scenes where it's literally um, like a still frame picture and it's just on the screen for like, 10 seconds and it's just I, like panning or something where it's I, I just like, like luffy that. staring at the screen uh, luffy's, <laughs> intently luffy's blank demon stare is probably one of my favorite things in the show it's just oh, yeah. what is he thinking could be anything it could be something dumb or it could be something brilliant who knows you know probably when i see him prior. staring when I see him staring like that the the idea that i get from that is like that scene from naruto where he's just like I don't understand anything he just said, but I'm going to pretend I do. (laughs) (laughs) The vibe I get from him. Zerda and I are currently uh, debating on whether 
uh, Luffy is a genius or a complete imbecile because sometimes the things he do, things he does, sometimes the, thing do. sometimes the thing he, the things he does. <laughs> I'm really struggling, guys. <laughs> sometimes the things he does are absolutely brilliant, and sometimes he even says things that are wise, and that's crazy. <laughs> and then the other half of the time. He finds the absolute dumbest thing he can possibly do, and he just decides to do that. Proudly. Or, or he will uh, just completely misunderstand a situation that could have very easily been explained by, like, five words, or even was very easily explained by five words, but he doesn't care because he's already riled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if he's smart, like, insane, or just lucky. Because a lot of times you you're like, how is are they surviving this scene or whatever? Like Luffy is just a special main character. Like he is definitely one of my favorite main characters. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I can understand someone uh, giving their opinion, saying that they don't like Luffy, and I respect wrong opinion. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I think they're wrong, but I mean, go off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there is a lot of circles of of people that hate Luffy for some reason, or think what? he's not a well written main character. Like I've I've seen some really toxic <laughs> conversations to me. about Luffy. <laughs> well, they're more than welcome to come outside and catch these hands if they're going <laughs> to sit here and talk shit about all Luffy and say them. he's not a good character. All, all eight, eight of my hands. hands. All eight of my hands. Yeah, we're joining in. Like I can understand them not liking him, but I 100% disagree with him not being well-written. He's very consistent with what he does, and it's all in line with his motivation and previous things they've set up about him. It's just that he's occasionally immensely stupid. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But I also feel like if you don't like that, why are you watching One Piece? Yeah, Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. They balance out his incredible strength, which we cannot lie, he is really strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the in the arc with uh, Sanji, he took like twenty blasts to the face, <laughs> and just kind of kept going. His plan was blow myself up until I break it, because I can take more than it can. But they, they balance out his incredible power with his incredible stupidity. And I Can love you it imagine if he was that strong and intelligent? Oh, he would just boy. be insane from Batman. Like, the show would have been done already. He would have found <laughs> the One Piece. Yeah. Uh, little known know. secret and spoiler for the end of the series. The One Piece is in fact the friends we made along the way. <laughs> I make that joke all the time with my with my roommates. I'm like, the true treasure was the friendship we made all the way. <laughs> They're like, I would, I would, you know, just abandon the whole show if that was true. It's too that's late. That's too the last late episode. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. They played the I long think, con. I think it was confirmed, though, that like somebody confirmed that it's like, no, they're not going to bust that kind of thing. It's like the 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 one piece is like a legit treasure. I'm like, OK, good. It better be. 
No, I was I, just going to say, I don't think the fandom will be satisfied with the One Piece, no matter what it is. Like, yeah. There's so many like theories, like if it's just treasure, I'm going to be upset. If it's the friends, I'm going to be upset. It, it, I don't know what it could be that I will be satisfied with. For the ending, my personal theory that it's going to be uh, some kind of devil fruit and it's going to give like whoever eats it like incredible power and it's going to just turn out that luffy just doesn't want it leaves it there if if that's the case it's going to be the the water water fruit it's going to have to be (laughs) i don't know how that's going to work but that's what it would have to be is like the water water fruit i don't know yeah, it's going to be, like, something. I definitely have, like, this gut feeling that it's just going to be something that Luffy is just not going to take because he doesn't want it. I feel, personally, like it's going to be something. Um, and, by the way, I'm thinking this because of how the show has dealt with basically everything uh, up until where I've seen I just think it's going to be something immensely stupid and Luffy's going to be incredibly excited about it, but ultimately it will be more or less useless. It's going to be a giant hunk of meat. Oh, the one piece. You can eat this one piece piece of meat for the rest of your life. The one piece, this this, this hunk of meat that like infinitely replenishes. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm vegetarian and I'm over here like, damn, I want that. Well, that sounds good. Um, um, but back to the the East Blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, thinking about the uh, first few arcs, um, which one do you think we should start on? I feel especially Maybe. nostalgic to the very first arc, and I love the first few episodes. Honestly, I, I've watched those more often than, you know, most of the show, which is, you know, easily because I'm not just going to binge 900 episodes multiple times because I felt nostalgic. Get on my level. I have binge rewatched the first few episodes multiple times. Yeah, I, I feel like there's s- a couple arcs that I wouldn't mind like rewatching. Like Alabasta was definitely fun. Like that's one of my favorite arcs. I'm sorry, I totally cut you off. You skipped the East Blue. We're not talking about Alabasta. I thought you said you were in Alabasta. I'm in Alabasta, but we're not talking about Alabasta. We're just talking that'll about be, up to Logtown. That'll oh, probably be part of the next One Piece episode. Spoilers, there will be another. <laughs> yeah, that's the major spoiler. Uh, um, For the first few episodes, like, especially when he meets Zoro, and just, I have to say how much I love just the, the build-up and the immediate defeat of Axe Hand Morgan. Because he was oh, just yeah. built up as this behemoth of a monster. and Oh, just I loved it. How frightened everybody was of him. And then Luffy <laughs> just like, oh, you're, you're not that strong, actually. <laughs> I love that there was a callback to Axe Hand uh, in Usopp's storyline. Oh, yeah, oh. something we noticed in uh, Usopp's storyline was that uh, Captain, what was his name? Kura? Uh, yeah, Kura. Kura. The cat guy. Yeah, the cat claw guy. Uh, when it was going through his backstory, um, the guy that he 
uh, once again, spoilers, obviously, but the guy he set up um, to have captured the fake Captain Kuro, he broke his jaw and the arm that Axe Hand Morgan had an axe on, not to mention um, they look basically identical, which means that Axe Hand Morgan probably got all of his fame because he was hypnotized by Jongo. Huh. I don't think I ever pieced that together. Yeah, yeah I might have to look at that again. And got all of that power because he was tricked by pirates. And then he <laughs> later probably became pretty strong by human or normal human standards. But <laughs> that's still not great. Still not strong enough for the straw hats. Who who would you say is the most like uh underwhelming villain in the East Blue Saga? Um, or would you say they were all pretty, like, decent characters? I suppose I'd have to go with, um, what's his name? The guy that had, like, the 5,000 crew, sh- or 5,000 pirates in his crew? I think his oh. name Don Don Creed? Yeah, Don, Don Creed was, like, a real letdown to me. Don Creed, that was... He didn't have any power, and I think that's the main he was, like, strong. It showed him do some, like, incredible feats, and apparently his spear was, like, two tons. But they didn't really play off of any of that. They just had him, like, be super underhanded. And he didn't even do underhanded as well as Usopp, so, you know. He did cutthroat, but he didn't do underhanded that well. I feel if yeah. he it showed him fighting dirty a little bit more, I'd have liked him more as a villain, but as it stood, he's just kind of... He was just there. Just there. He was just a segue. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that sure, was, though. That was at I the mean, Barate I think I like right? him border... Yeah, that was that was at uh, Barate, Barate, however you say it. I don't know how you say it. I think yeah, I like so him was, better, though. I was like, he was just a segue to get Sanji onto the crew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of there- like how Captain... Uh, Kuro was too like I didn't really like him at all honestly <laughs> like I mean if y'all liked him that's on you but I didn't like him I didn't like his crew besides uh the Django Django's all right yeah. I think his name. It, it was he was great the thing I, I liked about he, Kuro is he was like the first introduction we got to how vile uh some of the people in the world are like just how mm-hmm. evil and conniving and completely uncaring about those around him and i kind of liked him as an introduction if he had come later in the show like if you flip where he came in with where um i already forgot his name again he's so forgettable to me don krieg oh yeah if you flip where kuro and don krieg are in the show i think i flip how much i like each character but Mm -hmm. i feel like everything krieg did was already accomplished by um, by Kuro. Yeah, I mean, also, I guess like me personally, um, it I didn't enjoy One Piece until I got to Sanji's arc. Like the the like Orange Town was Romance Dawn and Sur Village. Like I I watched it. I didn't really enjoy it until I got to Sanji's arc. So I think that's why I have more. I think that's why I like uh, Don Krieg more than Captain Kuro. That, and that's that completely be. fair. I was just going to say, also, I and uh, this is kind of going the exact opposite of what you, what you just said. 
I just liked Usopp's arc more than I liked Sanji's arc. Um, it it got more of an emotional response from me. Yeah, because honestly, um, Usopp's arc was around the time I st- like was when I started really getting into it. I don't know why, because I mean, like I saw the whole arc with Zoro, and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of cool, you know, you know, I, I was enjoying it. But then it's like once they got into Syrup Village, I saw I'm like, okay, things are kind of getting. Interesting. I think, like what Zerda said, it was more of an emotional response. So I'm like, all right, I'm kind of getting into this show now. It's funny that that's the one that you guys like the most when that's the one I like the least. In my defense, it's because my first experience with Usopp and his storyline is the four kids version, and it was just a bad experience. It was the part where uh, the crew was fighting on that slope, you know, against Captain Kuro's crew, and I was just so confused. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I mean, the, there was a character who was stretching out, and then there was this weird dude with these long claw gloves. <laughs> Welcome to One Piece, son. What is with this guy's long claw hand? Why does Why does Nami have like wider hips than Lelouch? Nobody should have wider hips than Lelouch. <laughs> oh my god! So I have negative associations with Usopp's storyline, and also I just don't like Usopp. How dare you! <laughs> Sorry, like I don't. Favorite. I don't like Usopp at all. Honestly, Aww. he's like my favorite. Well, he's one of my favorites, probably because I relate to him the most. Because I'm a piddling coward. I like <laughs> all of the Straw Hats except for Nami. She's just so greedy. Dare you? Well, you have to get off the podcast. And her manipulation of the other Straw Hats when there's like no first. No reason other than personal gain, and like I'm fine with it. But like, well, oh my god! <laughs> no, no, I, I will not allow Nami slander on this podcast <laughs> at all. Okay, you were defending somebody who lent. Who, yes, she told Zoro she would cost him uh, three times the amount he borrowed from her. Three hundred. Yeah, three at three hundred percent interest. But he returned it same day and. It was important for her survival that he got those swords. She decided to risk everybody's life because she's greedy. That's just a bad person. No, There's no she defense knew it'd be for fine. that. She knew it'd be fine. Yeah. She hoped it, it would be fine. She knew it'd be fine. He'd get swords somehow. If he could find the store. And he did. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. I mean, well, speaking of Nami, what did you think about? Uh, her arc with Arlong. That's oh. my favorite. Oh no, that's that was a really good arc. Um, in the East Blue, I think it was my second favorite. I just really enjoyed... Now, the one thing I guess I'll say I didn't enjoy that much is that Nami didn't have much of a place in the fight after uh, the initial um, half of it. I would have really liked to see her, like, even if she just got beaten, you know, going up against Oolong herself. Arlong. Arlong. Oolong is a T. Yeah, well, I guess I've seen too much JoJo and just assumed they were named after food. Um, <laughs> but 
I personally would have liked to see her take more of a role in her own arc, kind of. It yeah, kind that's of, understandable. It kind of felt like she didn't get damseled, but it almost felt like she did in a way. And that just kind of bugged yeah. me a bit. She totally got damseled. Do you remember seeing yeah, her on the was. floor crying? <laughs> Which was a goaded scene. It was goaded. No, it was, but oh, it he was great, said but... she didn't get damseled, and she did. She was a damsel in distress, and Luffy came in and fixed all her problems by beating up the bad guy. But, no, I I was just going to say that entrance with, who was it, Usopp, Zoro, Sanji, and Luffy to go fight Arlong was was epic. That's one of my favorite scenes in in East Blue. That is, yeah, that was, that's an iconic scene. Anytime I see that, I, like, I just love the whole, like, which one of you is Arlong? And I'm like, my brother and I always joke, I'm like, which one of you? Fish-faced motherfuckers is our law. He gets aggressive. And I just all I'd have liked is to have seen, you know, her continue fighting. Like even if she had rallied the villagers or something, I still think it was a great arc, and I still think that even the scene she got damseled in was a good scene. No, it was a good scene. I just mm-hmm. kind of wish that after you know that moment where she realized her friends are there helping her fight. She had gotten back into the fight herself. Zerda was so taken aback when she took out a knife and just started stabbing the crap out of her own arm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, God. That was a little rough. That was a really <laughs> rough scene to watch because I'm like, yeah. fuck. Like, all that emotion, all that anger and sadness and just all in yeah. one moment. I'm like, oh, shit. That's I, nuts. I, I will say, though, I think my favorite scene of the entire arc was Usopp finally, like, going through a little bit of character growth and, like, beating up one of the fishmen. I thought it was hilarious. Because <laughs> just think of that. Think of if the fishman ever told that story. Assuming they're alive after what Usopp did. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I lit this guy on fire. And then I beat the shit out of him with a hammer to the head repeatedly. <laughs> like, Usopp, that's probably the most brutal thing that's happened up to this point, with the exception of self-harm. Well, the thing is, if Usopp's going to tell that story, he's going to say he took on 20 fishmen on his own. Yeah. With, like, yeah, a right. flamethrower. <laughs> he's got to hype himself up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he did. Remember when they were celebrating, he stood on top of, like, five tables and was <laughs> singing about himself to everyone. I, just... I don't see what the problem is. That's fine with me. <laughs> he fell asleep up there. And I think he was still, like, sleep-talking about himself. I'm like, you was. know what, man? This is why I relate to him. I, I lie about myself to hype myself up. I'm a piddling coward. <laughs> I have a long nose. It all checks out. <laughs> I just loved how absolutely merciless he turned so quickly. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, I kind of wish that, and I know this is like completely not okay for the show, but I kind of wish that when Usopp came back, he had dragged just the fish man with him. And it was just a censored blur in the, ba- <laughs> in the background and everyone was just terrified of what have you done, Usopp? Usopp, what the fuck? Usopp like, finally snapped. 
<laughs> Guys, I beat one. Holy shit, what did you do? <laughs> what the fuck? You're not allowed on the ship anymore, man. That's that's fucked up, man. <laughs> I mean, he literally lit him on fire and repeatedly utilized blunt force trauma. <laughs> like... Don't forget the rubber band of doom. That's very important. <sighs> I love, I do have to say, I like that Usopp has cartoon powers. Absolutely. Like, let, let's all be honest here. Usopp has cartoon powers because he pulls just anything out of that bag. Okay? And have you seen how he runs? Yeah, Usopp is one of the superhuman crew members. He just doesn't realize it because he's such a coward. <laughs> Same. Um... He, he, the, the amount of damage... That he has taken, he should be dead. If he was a normal person, he'd be dead. But he's a coward. Cowards always live, eh? No. That's why I'm a coward, eh? Plus, anyone with the strength to, like, consider just, you know, the physics of it. He can use that slingshot to put holes through metal at a great distance. And Thanks. yet... He can pull it back far enough to do that. <laughs> yeah, so he does that. You saw him at Logtown carrying the elephant tuna. On his alone. own. Alone. Yeah. He's got the strength, and he has, he runs fast enough. Uh, that's, I guess that's further on into the show, but still, he's, oh my god, Usopp. <laughs> I still, uh, one of my favorite things about Usopp as well is the fact that, like, anytime something dramatic happens, everybody else is doing, like, the dramatic anime gasp, and he's in the background, like, screaming with his arms up. And I'm like, yeah. that's <laughs> fucking relatable. Like, everyone else is like, <gasps> and then he's just like, ah, just screaming. Anyway, we should probably move on from uh, Nami's arc now. <laughs> um... Oh, we were still talking about that, huh? So, uh, yeah, so let's talk about Logtown. Like, what were your, your opinions on that small little arc? I really liked some of the things it set up, especially with um, Luffy facing his death and just kind of accepting it. Like, oh, I chased my dream. Nothing else I can do about it. I also oh. love that all of the forces of nature were on their side. <laughs> That was hilarious. I love how much all of that distressed Smoker so much. Just as they were trying to escape, it's like, wait, literally everything that was needed, every single miracle that would have had to have transpired for these straw hats to possibly escape has just happened. Like, that arc was so great, and uh, Luffy is really lucky because some things... It if it was anybody else, they would be dead, but Luffy always come through, but just the the symbolism of Logtown with Luffy being where the Pirate King got executed, and it's the beginning of the real adventure that's coming next in the Grand Line. It's just so many great things, and I think it was only like five chapters or so in the manga with so much like symbolism. It's it's one of my favorite arcs at the beginning of the series, honestly. It was just really great. And also Buggy came back. Though I, oh, yeah. I Yeah, that I'm was not great. A, I'm a fan of Buggy. I'm not a fan <gasps> of Buggy, but what? I'm I'm a fan of him now. At that time, 
especially like Orange Town. I did not like Buggy, okay? But he's cool now. But yeah. He's, he's yeah, but that's not relevant now guy. because we're still at Log Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and spoilers. I didn't know he might escape in the future and get out into the world. No. <laughs> right, stop talking about it. I have to say, though, leading up to Logtown, I thought uh, Little Buggy's Marvelous Misadventures was absolutely oh hilarious. Like, just... I forgot about that. <laughs> that oh was hysterical. God. I really liked being able to root for one of the early show villains. Just, you can do it, Little Buggy. <laughs> you got this, little man. Godspeed, Little Buggy. Yeah, and um, I think in that arc we also got introduced to Smoker, yeah. and he he's the yeah. first uh, Logia type uh, Devil Fruit user we've been introduced to. Yeah, it was a good Is time it, to get introduced to that too, right before the Grand Line. We're not there yet, but it's a good place to introduce it, like to new people. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there were many Devil Fruits introduced, uh, in One Piece at that time. It was just Buggy. Luffy and Smoker, right? Uh, they my, also, in that same arc, introduced Alvida and her devil fruit. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I loved that reveal of who she was. Just, what, don't you recognize me? <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> oh my god, that's Alvida. <laughs> when we were re-watching it, every time she was on the screen, following Buggy's little, little Buggy's adventures or whatever it was, Every time she was on the screen, I kind of like glanced over at Zerta because I was like, oh, he doesn't know. I can't wait to see how he reacts. And it was great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. And I'm normally the kind of person who will read way too much into absolutely everything and figure out what's going to go on like as soon as they give the first hint that it might happen. Yeah. But I didn't even begin to see that, and it was amazing. Oh, good times again. I, oh, it was so funny. <laughs> and I love that this show does throwbacks like that and actually will come back to characters that were shown to us super early on in the show and you think aren't going to be relevant anymore. Yeah, one of my favorite things about the show so far has been its sense of continuity and it just continuing to build on what it's done and integrating everything it can into other things. Like, even in scenes where you look into the past, you know, they're doing, like, a, a memory sort of thing and you see the background. Sometimes you'll see wanted posters of younger versions of characters that we've seen, stuff like that. Mm hmm I love that stuff. It just goes to show, like, how great uh, Oda's writing is. Just his world building is just unmatched, in my opinion. Like, he he's just a great Absolutely. author. So. I can't wait for us to have our next episode where we talk about the... And where we get to the beginning of, like, the Grand Line itself. Probably Tell up to Alabasta. So that's all we have for this week's episode of the Den of Weeds podcast. My name is Bounty Hunter Palin, and you can find me on TikTok and YouTube at Bounty Hunter Palin. And I'm Zerda. You can find me on Facebook at Zerda Media.
I'm SoCal Rad Cosplay. If you want to see any of my personal work, or if you just want to hear me talk more about One Piece, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at SoCal Rad Cosplay. And I'm Dragon Soul. You could see all of my art on my art account on Instagram at Dragon Soul 48.